Welcome to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. We bring a Lutheran point of view to conversations on the art of leading as a follower of Jesus, through valleys, over peaks, and on the waves, following His lead in the great Northwest. Okay, this is Dust Kunkel here with President Paul Lineman again, and uh, we're going to sort of take a little of a, a little side move to another subject. We've been talking about joy, but it's kind of an interesting week for us to, this week, isn't it? Yes, it is. This is uh, we're sitting down on Wednesday, or yeah, it's Wednesday, Wednesday. Holy Week, uh-huh. and um, you know, when, during Holy Week for me anyway, my my mind naturally takes me to uh, the concept of suffering. Right, it's just a part of what this week is made it up is. of. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I guess, you know, as we think about the role of leaders and the, the challenge of leadership, um, perhaps a misconception, I think, is that leaders always know the destination that they're heading to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, I think so, you, you do your best to try to discern what that is, but it's not as much of a def- destination as it is a journey. That's what mm-hmm. I've been learning, and especially in the last few years, that it's yeah. uh, you have to be willing to go on the journey and not necessarily know what the destination is. Right, because sometimes we picture a leader being someone almost like a big having a big computer in their head, like a GPS yeah, in right. their head that un- knows exactly where all the points are on, on the journey and exactly where you're going and. Um, or for the old school people, not GPS, but a map, you know, oh, here's the map and here's exactly where I want to go and here's exactly what I want to do. And let's, that's kind of the picture you're talking about. Yeah, it is. And and really, the, the leader in our life has that. Right. Yeah. It's just not us. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not us. And so for, for us as, um, as God's representatives mm. in this world, I think our challenge is walking with him. Right. Letting him be the real leader mm. and then just trying to discern what direction he's taking us in yeah. and then being willing to go. Well, and, and in, in Holy Week, that's very disconcerting, isn't it? Because yeah. if, we, if we're honest about it, we don't really want to go where he's going. No, not, not all the time. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's a joyful journey. Uh-huh. Um, there, there are real optimistic and beautiful things ahead that we see. Mm-hmm. But even in those things, we're, all, we're surprised then by things that are tough yeah. and difficult. Yes. The challenge that we tend to have is that when the difficult things are known, mm-hmm. that's when we don't want to go. Right. We'd rather, we'd rather avoid known suffering. Yeah. And I guess my encouragement to everybody out there who, who is a leader is you also have to be willing to go when you know it's going to mm-hmm. result in some suffering. If, it's, if you've discerned that it's direct, the direction that God wants to take you, yes. don't let the prospect of suffering stop you from going. Right. So, Paul, can we drill down into this a little bit? Absolutely. So we're sort of talking in... Um, broad terms here, but what what does this look like, even for you, or what? How has it looked like for you? Well, you know, I you mentioned earlier today um, uh, using a story from my history again yeah. as a way to kind of get into this, and the story that that comes to my mind when I think about suffering that I wanted to avoid hmm. was when my family moved to the Northwest um, in 1974. Right. I was 15 years old, and I did not want to leave 
the only place I ever knew yeah. is home. Right behind, for a place that was very foreign and distant, yeah. and would have and would have left me and did leave me pretty much alone, except yeah. for my family, of course. I didn't want to go. Yeah, it was the world, the home of the world champion Chicago Cubs. At, well, yeah, not then though. Not <laughs> then. No, no, no. We were we were languishing then, but um, it was uh, it was just a hard thing yeah. to be excited about a new home. Mm-hmm. And especially at that point in my life, I, I, I really didn't want to go. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of resisted. And, and even when I was here, um, for those of you that know me um, from that far back, I have an apology to make because I, for a, a <laughs> Finally, lot of Finally, it comes out in the Now Leading podcast. <laughs> that's right. The apology <laughs> that I have to make is I didn't let you be the friend to me mm. that you wanted to be. Mm. Uh, I, didn't let, I didn't let a lot of people in. Yeah, because I was upset. Yeah, and and I think I experienced a bit of depression at that point. Yeah, but you know, hindsight shows me how important that decision was. Yeah, and how important it was for our family to come out here for my sake. Right, because I see the way that that God used the challenge to help me to see who He really is in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. I, I, my, my dad, uh, Art, many of you know my dad, Art Lineman. He, he was the principal of the school that I went to, and we were uh, just regularly faithful members of a congregation back mm-hmm. in the Chicago area, always in church. Yeah. Our life revolved around the mission and ministry of the school and yeah. church, and it was great. Um, but it was a two-dimensional experience for me. Right. It was only when that third dimension of real trial and suffering mm-hmm. entered into my life that I, I was able to recognize how important it really is yeah, and just how meaningful it is. But you didn't recognize it. Right At the away, time, right? I didn't. You didn't. If you could no. go back to that, that 15-year-old Paul and, and just put your arm around him, what would you say to him? That's a really good question. Um, you know, I've, I've thought about that, honestly, yeah. over the years. And my heart goes out to that young man. Yeah. And I, yeah. See, I see a lot of people that I've sought to be a blessing to mm-hmm. in the person I was at that point. Confused. Yes. Um, uncertain about my place in the world. And what what all this was going to lead to, mm-hmm. um, really confused, and I think I just try to be there honestly, mm-hmm. and and listen to the connections that that young person is making mm-hmm. between their faith mm-hmm. and their suffering, mm-hmm. and encourage them to keep walking. Right. Fortunately, I had I had people in my life who did that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't always let them be the blessing that they wanted to be. Yeah, but they didn't stop. Fortunately, yeah, and uh, especially my parents, but a lot of a lot of teachers of mine at uh, what was Concordia Lutheran High School then, who ultimately became my peers and friends, which yeah. is pretty cool. Um, but and you're talking about Concordia Lutheran High School in Portland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and so you know just. 
being willing to walk the road. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to shortcut it. Mm. I wouldn't want to truncate the suffering end of it because that would truncate the blessing too. And I, I did I hear you right? And you, I think I heard you say it, um, the the way you connect with people in suffering or who are suffering is directly related to what you went through. I think it is. I think it is. It's a point of empathy. You know, we've talked about empathy in a previous podcast. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, we need to be willing to embrace the Mm. the hard things of life. Yeah. And, you know, this in the in the grand scheme of things, this is a minor issue. Right. But I'll tell you what, to me at that time, it was incredibly real. And it's not about comparing the suffering that God's putting in your path with somebody else's. Right. It's about owning it and receiving it and being not willing to go around it, but go through it mm-hmm. and go through it with him. Mm-hmm. So if you put your hand in his mm-hmm. and allow him to take you where he wants you to go, even if you're mm-hmm. not sure what the def- destination is going to be, mm-hmm. um, I think that's the, the mark of a real leader. Yeah, I really do. Uh, and and letting God be the ultimate leader in your life, letting the Lord mm-hmm. be the one to take you to the place where he wants you to be is, mm-hmm. is so vital. You know, a, a scripture passage that's been so important to me over the years comes from Psalm 139. Yep, 139. Where, uh, where the Lord tells us, through David, David wrote that psalm, he tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made mm-hmm. and that God put us together the way that he did for a purpose. Yeah. And then there's a there's a, a sentence that says, all the days of my life mm-hmm. are written in your book before one of them came to be. Mm-hmm. A couple of really important thoughts about that. Mm-hmm. God knows. Yes. He knows you. And that's comforting at first. Yes. But then you think, oh, but he knows that too. Mm-hmm. And he knows that too. Mm-hmm. And he knows all the stuff that you want to keep hidden from the world. Mm -hmm. The miraculous part of that whole thought to me is, is that God knows and he still wants me. Yep. He knows all the ways that I've messed up in the past, but not just those. Mm -hmm. I know those. Well, not Mm -hmm. all of them, but many of them. He knows the way I'm going to mess up in the future. Yeah. And still, he says, I want you. Mm. That's a powerful thought to us. It is. And as... Uh, That's we, the good news. It, it's the gospel. Yeah. And during this Holy Week, um, I, I picture Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's God. So the limitations that I have and my ability to think through and hold on to thoughts and people is very, it's very, very limited. But he doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced that he held each of us and the whole stories of our lives before himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's my uh, my theme verse and my emails. Um, mm-hmm. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, yeah. who for the joy set before him. That's Thursday night. Yeah, We're the joy that's before Jesus' mm-hmm. eyes. And not just the good stuff, but all of it. Yeah, The whole nine yards and who for the joy set before him endured the cross yes scorning its shame 
and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. That's the power of the gospel. Mm -hmm. That's the power of the cross. And as people who are following Jesus in his footsteps today, we have that call too. Yeah. To hang in there with people and to love them mm -hmm. and care for them through their pain and through their sin. Yeah. And being willing to let go of what we think our future mm -hmm. ought to be you're for their sake. You're talking about a relationally based approach to walking and working with people. Yeah, it is. That's yeah. built on the foundation of the good news mm -hmm. and all the things that we learn in, in our training and mm -hmm. as we study the Word of God. That's the foundation yeah. of it all. But a road isn't valuable until someone's walking on mm -hmm. it. And that's what the Christian life is. That's yeah. what leadership in the church is, is being mm -hmm. willing to walk on that foundation yes. through the power of the cross mm -hmm. that, that lets us, that calls us to let go of our preconceptions yeah. of what the destination ought to be in order to go with Jesus into it. What, one of the things I'm hearing through this, as, you're, as you were sharing, Paul, is that uh, for the leaders that are listening, wherever they are, um, so often we are caught in being the ones who tell other people this story. Right. But we don't often uh, tell ourselves the story. Maybe we don't do it enough. Yeah. And so I... Um, if, as you're listening to us right now, wherever you are, I, I'm hearing you, Paul, tell us that it's important for us to share the story, to pay attention to this on our own behalf. Mm -hmm. the, instead of just pointing the light out at the people that we share it with, Right. remember to turn the light and allow the light to shine on you too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, as we talked about earlier, there's a lot of power in empathy. Yes. And empathy means feeling with somebody or mm. getting a picture of what it's like to be them. Yeah. And um, it's pretty hard to get the picture of what somebody else's life is like if you don't have a picture of your own. Yep. So you got to start with, with me. Start with me. Yeah. That's right. So um, we're coming to the close of this segment here. And uh, we always end with a question of some kind to help the listeners. So uh, yeah. what, what question do you have for us today? Well, I might just change it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, I kind of told you yeah. what I thought it would be. Yeah, we, always we, have one. we always have one in the bank. That's right. <laughs> but I think, I think I would really encourage the people who are listening to this to ask yourself the question, what is the suffering in my life today? Mm. And, and, you don't have to tell anybody else necessarily about this. I mean, yes. it's probably a good thing if you would, but just be honest with yourself mm -hmm. about the the suffering that you're carrying yeah. um, from either history or a present situation, and and then just talk to the Lord about it. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to solve it. Right. You don't have to try to pretend that it's not there mm -hmm. or tell yourself that you shouldn't feel that way. Right. Or try to go get it fixed somehow. Absolutely. Yeah. Just Hold it mm -hmm. and own it and let it be mm. the instrument of God's blessing. Because mm. the suffering can kind of be the scalpel that right. in the hands of the great surgeon who can help you excise those things or repair those That's things right. that need to be repaired. Trusting that presence yeah. uh, in my life and in your life, in the listener's life, that he is there, he's active mm -hmm. to do what he wants to do. Yep. And he's faithful to do it well. That's great. Yeah. What is the suffering in my life. Mm -hmm. Paul, thanks again, and yeah. uh, we're looking forward to the next time we have a conversation. Very good. Thanks. You just listened to the Now Leading Podcast, hosted by the Northwest District LCMS. 
Leadership conversations from a Lutheran point of view for Christian leaders of all kinds. Take a moment after this podcast, and with everything you've just heard in mind, consider at least one action you will take. Then go and make it happen.